when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. It's been years since I mowed my own lawn. Why? I've been blessed enough to be able to afford to pay people to pick up dog poop and mow my lawn. Common business logic tells us to focus on what's important. For example, if you make $50 an hour and you can pay somebody 40 bucks to mow and pick up poop on your lawn, you're 10 bucks ahead, even if it takes an hour to do it yourself. Marketing thought leader Seth Godin had a blog post which had another way of explaining this. Chores. They're essential. The house begins to stink if we don't take out the garbage. But at work, while they may be essential, they may not be important. At least not important enough for us to spend a lot of focus on. Chores are repeatable, proven, low-risk, and fairly impersonal. The truth is, if we stop doing chores, we have to do real work instead. The things that aren't repeatable or proven, the things that are emotionally difficult, creatively challenging, or simply requiring exploration and guts to pursue. If we succeed at this work, there will be plenty of money to pay to get the chores done. Now, I love his sentiment, but I believe that chores and what's important are always in the eye of the beholder. Also, circumstances can change your perspective over time. So, is the grass always greener on the other side of the fence? Well, that depends. In Illinois, the lawns were mostly cool-season grasses like Kentucky bluegrass. Here in North Carolina, they're warm-season Bermuda grass. And I'm here to tell you, it's very different. In Illinois, we had to cut the grass every single week, especially in the spring when it was raining. Here in North Carolina, I've only had to cut the grass three times this year so far. And trust me, it's rained. In Illinois, it made sense to pay around $200 a month to have a crew show up and cut and trim the grass every single week. Landscapers here in North Carolina just won't show up when the grass needs cutting. They're going to want a weekly contract, whether it needs cutting or not. So, I invested in a battery-powered lawnmower, trimmer, and blower. It takes me about an hour to mow, trim, and blow. Not only will it pay for itself in a few months, but it's also much easier than those old gas and electric tools that I had before, which I gave away when I got the landscapers in Illinois. 
and the grass is truly greener on other lawns in my neighborhood. With all the new constructions, some are greener than others, while some are just weed farms. It depends on what time of year the sod was laid down. Mine was put in last August, so I had to water the crap out of it, and I did have to pay to have it mowed a few times last fall. Mowing it by myself allows me to understand how to work my lawnmower and my trimmer and my blower, and it helps me to create a relationship with my lawn. On top of that, I get some exercise, which is pretty cool. So, let me ask you about your business landscaping. Do you view marketing as a chore? I like to think of marketing as an investment. Yes, you can buy tools or rent them in the form of a subscription, but they require some time and learning to get them to pay for themselves. Just investing in a mower, trimmer, and blower is not enough. We also need to invest some time to learn how to use them. And we have to invest time to actually use them to cut the lawn and do what they're intended for. Now in business, we all have to ask ourselves a question. And that is, it may be cheaper and faster to do it myself, but could it be better to outsource? I always look at chores and work from a cheaper, better, faster point of view. When it comes to cheaper, better, faster, you can only pick two. Parts of my marketing are outsourced, proofreading, posting, emailing, but not the writing. It is possible to have that done, but it would become less personal and more generic. I'm willing to invest one hour per week in writing my blog and creating this podcast. The other thing that I will not outsource is relationships. When you comment on my posts, I'm always the person to respond. Your efforts, thoughts, and comments are way too important to me to outsource a response. It's all good to pay to have that done until somebody posts a memory or asks a question that only you can and should reply to. Let's talk a little bit about outsourcing and right sourcing. Outsourcing usually means that all parts of a system are handled by a vendor. I doubt anyone could find a landscaping company to trim and blow after we cut the lawn. They need to make money on all three phases to keep their business profitable. Also, it's much faster and more efficient with a crew. They have to pay them all to be there, so they won't do only part of a job. The same goes for marketing. Agencies need to pay their staff, so generally they find clients that can utilize the crew of employees. This can lead to complacency when they handle all parts, including posting and responding to social media or email. Now let's talk about right sourcing. Marketing or sales is more difficult with right sourcing because it involves a dance between vendors and you and your staff. It involves you because you have to be accessible 
to help create the vision and the content. It also requires you and your staff to be accessible to engage with the content being shared. But the main benefit is you only pay for the people you need at the time you need them, and you only pay for the services you're using. You get charged when writers write, designers design, and posters post. This systemization works when you and your sales team are actively involved by sharing your ideas and experiences and engaging with current, past, and prospective clients when they reach out with questions and needs. So let me leave you with some final thoughts. In the future, I'll talk about the different parts of right sourcing and why each part is so important to the system working. When it does, it generates new business. And it works better than anything I've ever tried or seen in the past. By the way, although I'm mowing my own lawn, I am paying landscapers to dig flower beds, plant flowers. Trust me, I know what my body and my business can handle as far as making my home and its yard look its best. But the grass? Well, I'm still learning that. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. <laughs>